So I was talking to a client and she said, do you ever get money mindset blocks anymore? Um, yes, I'm human, was my response. I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable on today's show and share with you some of the crap that I've had to clear in order to feel limitless. I didn't just wake up one day feeling limitless and despite my mother's best attempts to raise me to believe that I could do anything and be anything... Somewhere along the way, I had started to feel limited. I used to feel very much like life was happening to me and I was powerless to really do very much about it until I started to work on my money mindset game changer. (laughs) On today's show, I'm sharing with you five of the money blocks that limited me and which I've busted through because I want to show you that we're all human and we all tell ourselves stories that don't serve us and that aren't ultimately true. But also what I'd love you to take away from today's show is that it's entirely within your power to change your limiting beliefs and blocks just as I have so that you can feel limitless Are you ready for me to share? Okay then, let's do this. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers, OMG, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, if you're listening to this on Tuesday when it drops, then guess what? It's here, it's here, it's finally here, why am I singing? (laughs) My soul's work is here and ready for you to get your hands on it, oh yeah. I'll, you know, just allow you to go ahead and pause this and head straight over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless, yay, 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 go and check it out. It's unlike anything you've seen before. And can you tell I'm excited? I'm doing all the happy dances over here. I'm genuinely just like buzzing around like a crazy person. And I'm doing extra happy dances because as the very first email went out announcing that my course, Limitless Money, is live to the beautiful people on the waiting list because they were the first to find out, the first sale rolled in on the course in minutes. Minutes! How good is that? So effing excited. I'm just going to go ahead and tell it like it is. This course is no ordinary course. It's unlike anything else you've ever experienced before. I will promise you that. Fact. Because nothing like this existed before. I straight up invented this format. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and own that because... 
I had to get crazy innovative in order to create something for you that not only completely shifts and transforms your mindset so that you can easily create limitless money, the title of the course, but it had, 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 had to be something that you would do and implement and complete. I'm not interested in any other outcome for you than a feeling of limitlessness you see. And so, yes, I feel like this course is nothing short of magical, in my opinion. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Pretty bloody groundbreaking, that's for sure. So if you want to learn how to make more money fast and do it in the way that I love to do it, that is, on my terms and in a way that feels great, then head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless and sign up and see what all the fuss is about. Module one is already there sitting and waiting for you right now. And although I'm excited to dive into today's topic, I'm happy for you to just pause this, head over there to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless, get yourself signed up to this course, or should I even say experience. And if you're listening before midnight on Thursday, the 11th of July, guess what, my love? You can go ahead and use the coupon code money is limitless. That's all one word. Money is limitless. And you get $100 off. So good. So many reasons to celebrate. And by the way, if you thought the mini course was incredible, which has been described as, and I quote, so freaking genius, by the way, then you just wait for what's coming at you inside this course. Yay. Okay, back to the matter at hand. I'm going to warn you here. I'm going to interrupt myself and warn you. Put your hands over the ears of any little ones. I don't normally swear on the show. Occasionally an expletive slips out. Uh, I like to keep it clean mainly because I know that you may be listening around children. That's the only reason. I'm not averse to swearing <laughs> usually. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and swear the once here so that I can say the title of the show correctly. So back to the task at hand the shit I've had to clear to feel limitless. And I feel like it warrants that word, right? It really does. But I'll go ahead and call it crap from here on out because I feel like that's a less severe word for your kids to be repeating if they hear me by and accidentally start repeating that. So the funny thing is that I've been planning this topic and wanting to share with you like an insight into some of the very real mindset work that I've had to do to get me to the point that I'm at now. And then on a call last week with one of my lovely clients, well, they're all lovely, but one in particular, she said to me, so do you still get money mindset stuff come up ever? And I was like, um, yes, I'm human. <laughs> and she made the very good point that I don't talk about that an awful lot. So here I am doing exactly that. So it was kind of funny because I'd planned this anyway, but that was just like that extra proof that now is the time to go ahead and unleash myself into this episode. Um, but I want to tell you why it hasn't come up that much in our conversations here so far, because I think it's an important point to know. I mean, you've definitely heard me yes, talk about the fact that I have done a ton of work on my mindset, right? <laughs> I owe the vast majority of my successes so far to the fact that I have been willing to dig in and do my money mindset work and that I do it religiously. I show up for mindset work every day. So I don't know what that voice was, but we'll, we'll leave that in. Um, and so 
you heard me talk about the kind of proactive money mindset work that I do, like how I've played with the mindset and the energy of being a six-figure business owner before it was true for me, and how now I'm doing my best to align myself with the thinking and the energy of a seven-figure business owner, because that's my next big and scary goal, right? So it's not like we don't talk about this subject, obviously. But what I haven't done a ton of is to share the crap that my mindset has thrown at me and that I've had to work through. And I think there's a few reasons for that. But firstly, I did a significant amount of work to clear out the vast majority of like the inherited and acquired limiting beliefs and money blocks early on in my business. So it's not something that I've done that recently. I'm just over here helping my clients do that instead. Also, I have developed my own process for noticing a limiting belief and killing it. (laughs) I do this like so fast now that limiting beliefs really don't slow me down in any real way. As evidenced by my earnings always being on the up and up, right? Because your money mindset directly correlates to your bank balance and your earnings. But because that has become almost second nature to me, I guess that sometimes in the show, I kind of gloss over it because I'm doing it very naturally. So something that I know is more of a staged process for some of my clients still who aren't at that next level yet of having of feeling like they can just shift through it super quick. So some of the newer clients that I'm working with, for example, I'm helping work through that with them. But personally, although I do money mindset work every day, most of it's proactive. And then when the limiting beliefs come up, and they do, I just shift through them so fast now. And that's one of the reasons why my successes are fast coming. Is this making sense? So I thought that was important to note that that's one of the reasons why I haven't really talked about it a lot because it isn't a big feature. It's it's an important feature in money mindset work. It's like the most important thing that I do on a daily basis, but it's not taking me like a, a ton of time and it's not something that's feeling really hard or effortful for me. It's feeling like second nature at this point. So that's why we're here to remove the gloss. So we're not glossing over this because, you know, I have had crap that my money mindset has thrown at me and even recently. And, you know, we're all humans. We can't expect to do our mindset work once and be done. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I like to keep things real. So I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable with you today. Okay, probably a lot vulnerable, if I'm honest, uh, and share with you some of the crap that I've had to clear to feel limitless. My hope in doing this is that, you'll see that we all have limiting beliefs and money mindset stuff. But also, my hope is that you'll see that it's entirely possible to work through it and leave it behind at any time that it comes up for you. After all, that's the key to making more of that cash, cash money. Yes? Amazing. So I'm just going to share with you a small selection today of the crap that I've had to clear to feel limitless. I'm going to share with you five particular things. And I say all of this with a disclaimer. This is not the entirety of it. This is just a selection. One podcast probably would not be long enough for all of the things. (laughs) Also, I want to say that while I am fully on board with being limitless, and I believe in my very core, in my soul, that we all are limitless already, I also know and accept that I have to sometimes recommit to my decision to be limitless. Does that make sense? Good. (laughs) Okay, 
Let's dig into the first one here. The first one is probably one of the most meaty. And so I'm starting with it because it was the first real money mindset block that I had to overcome. And I would not be sitting here now recording this podcast. I would not be sitting in here now having celebrated two consecutive 20K plus cash months if I, it hadn't, if I hadn't started there and done that work to clear this one thing out. Now, this one thing is actually like a, an amalgamation of things. And it is my old lack mentality, which was the most like fundamental thing for me. I didn't even know that I was there living in this lack mentality and not really living in a lack reality for years probably a lot of my adult life, if I'm honest. And so I have talked about it a little bit before, but really what this looked like for me was I felt like life was happening to me, particularly when it came to finances and money. I did not believe that life was happening for me. I felt pretty powerless over my finances and over my ability to do anything about it. I felt like I just earned what I earned. I felt like I should feel lucky to even earn that. And I felt like I had to just kind of take it on the chin, accept it. And that was just going to be my lot in life. Kind of depressing when you think about it, isn't it? But I know so many people are living in that lack mentality and not realizing that it's just that it's not a reality. It's a mentality. It's something that we're creating and perpetuating with our own minds. And so I don't know what the specific trigger was for me. I know that I read a couple of books in close succession around personal development and money mindset work when I was recovering from major surgery and about to be made redundant. So quite a pivotal moment in my life. So I think it was not necessarily those books, but it was just the timing. You know how sometimes it's not the the teacher or the book, it's the time for you that you're just really ready to hear and receive that message. So it was a big time of change for me. I didn't know what I was going to do with my career life. I was staring redundancy in the face and also recovering from quite major surgery. It was quite a lengthy recovery. And so I was convalescing at my parents' place because I wasn't really able to do much. And I was consuming a ton of like audiobooks. And in there, in that mix of audiobooks were these personal development books. And I started to just have my eyes opened up to this idea that in fact, guess what? Newsflash, the universe is abundant. Money is not in limited supply and that we can influence our reality and our bank balances to boot. So I was at that time just starting to really like have my eyes opened to this whole new world that couldn't believe it was kind of happening out there and available to me. And there there was me living in my blinkered view of what was possible. And so it didn't happen overnight, for sure. So it was something that took me a while to uproot those amalgamated beliefs that went into this lack mentality. So, for example, one of the facets of it was that I believed that motherhood limited me, and now I believe the opposite. I believe that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. You've probably heard me say that before. Um, I believed, like I said, that life was happening to me. I was very much 
prior to this, prior to having my eyes open to this, very much in that kind of comparison game. And comparison is the thief of all joy, is it not? So I was a terrible person for comparing myself to my friends, to what they had, to how easily things came to them. And I would feel like, poor me, a lot of the time. And I'd be looking at that, what they were doing and what they had and how much money they must have been earning. And I would feel like, oh, why is it so easy for them? Very much the victim mode. And it feels kind of weird even admitting that now because it feels like such an alien way to be thinking. But that was totally the way that I was thinking back then. And I was always, if I'm honest, waiting for somebody to kind of solve this for me. Like waiting for somebody to show up and give me a ton of money or show up and suddenly give me work to do that was really fulfilling. Like show up and be my fairy godmother and wave some magic wand around me. I was honestly kind of just wishing something would happen for me and not realizing that the power to completely change my reality was within me. It's amazing because obviously nobody did. I did. I rescued myself from that situation once I realized that the only person that was going to do that was me. And so this lack mentality was my biggest limiter. It completely limited my entire view of what was possible for me, what was possible for me in terms of what kind of work I could pursue, what was possible for me in terms of how much money I could earn, what kind of lifestyle I could live, what kind of things I could have. So I felt very limited. So like I said, this was a big one to uproot. So I had to do quite a bit of work to let go of all of those existing beliefs that went into this general pervasive belief that I was existing in this lack mentality. But whoa, was it worth it? Because that really, like I said, it came at a pivotal point in my life and I was so ready for it. And that was the tipping point. And that's the point at which everything started to change for me. The point at which I started to work on cultivating an abundance mindset. And I'm so happy I did that because here I am now (laughs) teaching on that very subject. I would have no idea back then, we're talking maybe three years ago now, if I'd hazard a guess, two and a half, three years ago now, I'd have absolutely no idea that I would be so passionate about this as a topic and that my life would have changed so much, like beyond recognition and all down to my mindset. I would have would have had no idea if you told me then that I would go on to be creating a course called Limitless Money, which was all about using your mind to create money, that I would be empowering other women in my one-to-one work and my courses and the other work that I do to believe in their own limitless potential. I mean, it's crazy, really. So that was the tipping point. But that was one like the very first and kind of mega block that I had to get through was this lack mentality. Okay. The second item on our inventory of crap that I had to clear in order to feel limitless was, it's kind of, it's going to sound a bit of a funny one, but I wanted to share it for that very reason, because sometimes our brains come up with things that are not logical. And this is one of the really important reasons why we do money mindset work is if we aren't looking at what is going on in there in like I call it like the backing track the the kind of background noise of our brains if we try to ignore or push down those limiting beliefs or fears or money mindset blocks we don't address them and they stay there and they impact how we're showing up and how we're taking action and how we're feeling and they go unchecked essentially so this is one that could be 
on the surface seems silly and it would be easy for us to kind of bat it away and go, oh, well, that's ridiculous. But in batting it away, you aren't actually dealing with it and then solving it. And then you can easily stay stuck without realizing that that was the thing that's slowing you down. Okay, so this came directly after I was starting to do all of this work on my lack mentality and shifting myself into an abundance mentality, I knew that I needed to get clear on what it is that I really wanted. I knew that I needed to start tuning into what I genuinely desire and tuning into what I want and what I want my future to look like for me and for my family if I was going to go ahead and create that and create the money for it. And how would I know how much money to create if I didn't know what I really wanted, right? And so not being clear on our desires can keep us stuck. So I knew this, yet I was really resisting doing that work. I was really resisting, first of all, looking at my desires and owning them. And then when I realized after, I'm going to be honest, quite some period of time that I was really resisting this, I was like learning about it, but not taking the action on it, Um, which is, you know, that's another topic for another day. That's something that really slows us down is just consuming content and then not doing anything with it, which FYI is one of the reasons why I've created my course in the way that I have so you actually take the action and have that time for reflection built in. But anyway, I digress. So I realized that I was resistant to this and I, and I thought, okay, something's going on here because what is stopping me really from looking at my desires? What is really stopping me from looking at them so that I can go after them? I'm only holding myself back by resisting these kinds of activities. So there was a story that came up amongst other things that I was telling myself and I'm going to share it with you today because it's going to sound a bit silly. So one of the stories that I was telling myself was if I get really rich, if I make lots of money in my business, we might be able to afford a bigger house. (laughs) Why, Why is that a block? Well, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you will know that my husband, bless his soul, has been lovingly renovating beautifully our 1930s property. And he's doing like just the most wonderful job of it, but he's also put in a ton of hours, a ton of blood, sweat and tears has gone into making our home just a really beautiful place to live. It's like a gift to us. And so, the story that I was telling myself is if we could afford a bigger and better home to live in and I wanted that, it would be wrong. It would be wrong for me to want that because I would be essentially snubbing him and disrespecting all of the work that he's doing and devaluing the gift that he's given us. And so I had this aversion to thinking about my future because this idea of a bigger home with, by the way, a room for me to do yoga in because that sounds amazing. (laughs) Um, I was really resisting allowing myself to want that, allowing myself to tune into what would my ideal life look like because of this one point was really keeping me stuck and making me feel really uncomfortable. And so it sounds kind of silly because it sounds like, oh, well, first world problems, we've got so much money for a new home and you're worried about upsetting your other half because you've got to sell your current home, like get over it. Um, And it doesn't sound like a big deal, but that's the point sometimes of looking 
looking at mindset work is there's stuff that's there lurking in the background that can be holding you back that can feel a bit silly when you look at it. So I had to do the work there to move through and release that so I could start owning my desires. Now we haven't moved yet. We don't have any plans to move certainly anytime soon, but it's not off the table and it's definitely on my vision board and part of my wider longer term agenda and I feel really good about that now but only because I worked through that now if I hadn't worked through that now that's just one small example that could have continued to sabotage me because it was already sabotaging me from doing the money mindset work that I know I needed and wanted to do and I wasn't allowing myself to really desire the things that I wanted to desire and when we don't allow our desires we're not being true to ourselves we're not living in alignment and then we end up feeling dissatisfied with what we are creating we end up not creating the results that we really want so can you see how something so silly sounding like that can actually really hold us back. So that's how that was limiting me because I was not even showing up for my money mindset work in the way that I knew I could be and should be if I wanted to get serious about using my mind to create a ton of money. So that was one that I had to work through, the house. The third on our itinerary of crap that I had to clear to feel limitless is dealing with stress. Hmm. Now, stress might not in and of itself sound like a money mindset block or a limiting belief, but for me, stress and health and money were so completely intertwined in this kind of toxic lump in my mind. (laughs) So I really had to dig in to separate these issues, to make them feel separate, and to remove this as one kind of big and almighty mindset block. I had seen too many examples of the pursuit of money leading to stress and that stress leading to health issues. I'd seen it everywhere. I'd seen it growing up. I'd seen it at work when I was in the investment bank. I'd seen it in wider society. And of course, it becomes one of those things that it's a limiting belief. So your brain is searching for evidence to continue supporting what it already believes to be true and to back it up. So I just saw more and more evidence. And I made a vow when I was really quite young, probably like in my uh, very early 20s, maybe even like 19. My husband and I actually both, made, we weren't married at the time, we both said the same thing. I'm not going to trade my life for money in the way that we'd seen other people doing it. I'm going to be okay with earning less and that will mean I can live my life. So we very much both at that time felt like to earn more money meant stress, long hours and hard work and we didn't want to sign up for that. And so fast forward to when I was working in the investment bank, I found myself in this really uncomfortable situation there where I did this kind of energetic (laughs) dance where I would do quite well at work because, you know, uh, I'm not stupid and I have some skills. (laughs) So I would do quite well at work and I would get some recognition and then I would freak out because I would freak out because mindset-wise, I'd be thinking, no, don't go after that money, that promotion. Don't do that because you're going to be on a path that you don't want. It's going to require more hours. It's going to require more stress. And we know that stress is bad and stress is going to ultimately kill you. And so 
It sounds dramatic, but really that was what was going on in my subconscious. So then I would pull back and I would not do so well at work. And then I would feel frustrated and would feel even less fulfilled because I wasn't really uh, reaching any kind of potential. So I did this kind of push-pull dance because I had a complete values conflict going on there. Whereas I wanted to receive recognition, I wanted to do good work, and I wanted to feel in some way fulfilled by showing up and doing a good job of what I I was there to do. But then if I did really well, then I would pull back because I was scared. (laughs) And I was scared of, oh no, I'm going to get really stressed. And of course, I was stressed a lot of the time in that kind of environment too. And then I'd be stressed about the fact that I was stressed. Can you see how exhausting that was for me? (laughs) So when I decided to start my own business, I thought, no, I cannot do this. And you've probably heard me talk about this before. But I thought, I cannot continue to carry this with me. It is not serving me. And so I made a vow to myself that I was going to create a business for me, which allowed me to do work that lights me up, pays me really well, and doesn't require sacrifice from me. I was like, I'm just going to create this. I don't think it exists locally in the corporate space, although maybe that was a limiting belief. Um, I'm going to create this for myself. I'm going to prove that it's possible to myself. And then I'm going to help others do the same. So that was, as you know, that was my like mission from the outset. It still is my mission to keep proving to you what's possible, right? However, it wasn't just quite as easy to deal with as that because having decided that, I then, as I've also shared before, started to get stress headaches back after having had a lot of time out between being made redundant and actually starting my business. I was mm, probably about six months, four months, something like that. I don't know. I'd have to go back and calculate. But anyway, some months. I definitely took the summer off with my daughter, which was amazing. Um, So I was feeling really great because I was having this complete break and not feeling pressured or stressed at all. But then when I was starting my business and getting things off the ground and getting those few first clients in the door, I started to get stress headaches without feeling stressed. Now, that is super frustrating, (laughs) let me tell you. And so that's when I went to um, this RTT therapy. And I won't go into that because I've talked about it before. But the point is, is that I had to go to more extremes to clear this one. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has to do RTT therapy. That was just for me because I was having a physical symptom and I knew that it was all intertwined. And now what does stress have to do with money? Well, here's how it was limiting me. I was feeling like if I got busy, (laughs) even busy became like a swear word to me, let alone even stressed because busy felt like the precursor to being stressed. But as soon as I felt busy or like I had plenty to do, my stress response would kick in, which was these headaches. And that was slowing me down then massively. So limiting my possibility in terms of what I could physically achieve, even within my 25-hour work week. So it was getting quite frustrating and it was actually limiting me in terms of my ability to earn. And it was also limiting me just mentally. So not just the physical symptoms aside, but Still, every now and then I've had to deal with this one because what we find is that sometimes we have blocks and limiting beliefs that we take care of and that go away and then they might come back in like a slightly altered form later on when you're up-leveling. And that's why it's important to know the process for dealing with them quick and fast and you go, oh, that's back, cool, here, boom, you're done, (laughs) move on. Um, And so this one has come back 
a couple of times. Although now I've been really leaning into this more feminine energy of making money, which I've talked to you about, and that has been a complete game changer for me. And it's something that I'm teaching, of course, inside of Limitless Money, because as soon as I nail something, I have to teach it to you. Um, Because this has been really the catalyst for kind of letting go of the final remnants of that block, that fear that being busy would be my undoing. And also that kind of married to my kind of type A personality, high achiever kind of um, upbringing where I've always been rewarded for like getting A's. And so when you marry those two things together, it can become this really kind of like confusing situation where you want to do really well and work to get the results that you know you can get. But at the same time, you don't really want to work to get the results that you know you can get because you don't want to get stressed because you have a severe fear of stress. Can you see how it it can be restricting how you're showing up or it was restricting how I was showing up and how we show up impacts how we make money, right? So it was limiting me. And so I've managed to undo that by working on my mindset, separating time and money, as I've talked about a ton on this show, and also completely leaning into this feminine way of making money and completely leaning away from any kind of hustle mentality or mode. So I get stuff done. I'm very efficient. I do work in my business. Don't think I'm just kind of swanning around and laying on pillows all day, although that sounds lovely. Um, I do work, of course, but I try to bring to the vast majority of my work, the best I can, a sense of ease and flow. And I feel like I've nailed that with this idea of making money in this more feminine way. So that's one of the ways I dealt with that money mindset block that was this kind of culmination of stress and health and money together. I mean, I could talk about this topic for days, that just one combination of those three things. But anyway, in the interests of time, let's move on to the fourth item in our inventory of crap I've had to clear to feel limitless. And it is needing to grow up (laughs) around my finances. What do I mean by that? I was acting like a total rebellious teenager with regards to my finances, even into the early-ish stages of my business. So just really bad habits that don't serve me, um, that weren't necessary. And so I say they're bad habits because they weren't necessary. So being in overdraft all the time, not paying myself consistently or properly, hiding from my finances, these are all things that I had to move through in order to feel limitless. Because guess what? Those kinds of actions, that way of behaving is illustrative of the underlying thinking, which isn't necessarily healthy around money. So a fear of finances or a dislike of looking at your spreadsheets and really digging in and seeing what's going on with your business, setting real money goals and tracking them or seeing what's going on with your personal finances, all that jazz. A fear of doing all of that is is basically a lack mentality because it's a fear that, oh no, uh, I'm going to have spent all the money. Oh no, the money is going to have disappeared. Oh no, money leaves me is the story there. And that was the story that I had carried with me having been, in my opinion, irresponsible with money 
in my early 20s, I then at that point developed this, well, I'm just not going to look at my finances (laughs) kind of mentality. And I would sporadically do really well with them and look at them and get all on top of them. But then I would feel like, oh, that's kind of, I'm going to be honest here, and this is silly, and this is my mindset talking, right? So, but I would be feeling like, oh, that's kind of boring and what like older people do, or the child in me would be thinking, that's what my parents want me to do. (laughs) Mum, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you for teaching me how to look after my money properly. I do know how to do it, but I would resist doing it, right, at times. So I would be up and down and around with money in terms of how I was accounting for it, how I was managing it, and whether or not I was even looking at it in terms of seeing what's there and seeing what's available. So I've had this, again, a bit of an up and down roller coaster uh, ride with how I felt about doing those kind of jobs. And so my resistance and reluctance to do that was always indicative at those times of me feeling like I wasn't confident in my ability to create have, spend, invest, all of those things, okay? And so at a certain point, I just realized, well, hey, I'm like, I'm trying to think when this was a few months into my business, maybe even more than that, Um, definitely not after the first year mark, but a few months into my business, I was at this point, I was thinking, I need to get a grip on things here. I don't want to be building a business that goes belly up because I've been irresponsible with not keeping proper track of my finances. So of course I have my accountant who helps on that front, but still it dawned on me, this is not what a six-figure business owner would be doing. And when that really sunk in, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to do something about this. This is not what a CEO would be doing. She would not be hiding from her finances and burying her head in the sand. And so I resolved to dig in and do the money mindset work here. So then I would feel really great anytime I was doing my finances and taking that CEO time to look at what was coming in, what was going out, making projections, setting goals and feeling really good about it, paying myself consistently and on time and just getting into much better habits and practices because I knew that that was only going to serve me as I was going to continue to grow my business. And I knew it was just time to grow up because it was really the inner child in me acting out, if I'm honest. And I had to just put my big girl knickers on and start doing it. But I had to dig into the money mindset work first because I knew that it wasn't that I didn't know what to do. I, I knew very well how to look after money and how to account for it and create great spreadsheets and I knew what I should be monitoring and how I knew it all I was just resisting it often and so I knew I just had to do that mindset work so that I didn't feel like I was going to succumb to that temptation to resist it again that actually I felt so great about it that it felt like something fun to be doing to be embracing that CEO activity instead of hiding from it. Does that make sense? So this one was actually uh, a little bit of a tricky one to work on at first because one of the things that we have to realize sometimes about limiting beliefs and money mindset blocks is that often part of us believes that that belief has been serving us. What do I mean by this? Well, I had, with respect to doing my finances, part of it came down to a fear of what I would find, but also part of it came down to this kind of assumption that it would probably always just work out somehow. (laughs) And so I felt like that second belief was actually in some ways serving me because it was kind of, could be 
associated to this belief that I'm always cultivating that things always work out for me, right? However, it wasn't with a really true energy here and it isn't a belief that in this aspect was serving me. Hiding from my finances was not serving me and it wasn't what I wanted to step into as the six-figure business owner for me so that I could make that happen and make that true. And I don't think I would have passed that six-figure mark if I hadn't gotten over this point and reprogrammed my mind with more empowering beliefs about my ability to earn, my ability to manage money so that I could show up for those activities with gusto rather than hide from them. Does that make sense? So, but because that part of me was feeling like it had somehow been serving me, I had to kind of get over that money, that limiting belief in and of itself in order to work on the block underneath it. Okay, number five, the last in our agenda today of the things that I've had to clear to feel limitless was fixing my receive mode. You've probably heard me talk about this before, but I think that as mothers who are giving all the time, our receive mode becomes broken. I'm talking about this more inside the first module of Limitless Money, but I will say this here. I definitely noticed this showing up in my behavior. So I was spending money on my daughter all the time and rarely on myself. Maybe you can relate to that one. I was not getting what I needed in order to get what I want in my business. So that could be financially, but also time-wise. So both indicative of that receive mode being broken, of it feeling so alien and weird and wrong even to be receiving. And so this was really limiting me because it was preventing me from spending money um, and time on myself in a way that I needed to in order to get the things that I desire. So underpinning all of this was this belief that spending on myself wasn't safe that I wasn't totally deserving of that, which feels weird for me to say now because I've worked through that one, but I bet you can relate to that. And that I didn't fully trust myself, which relates to what I was saying earlier about how I felt that in my early 20s, I'd been irresponsible with money and that I hadn't forgiven myself for that. And that's how, why we need to mend our relationship with money because we can carry along these things without realizing they are impacting how we're showing up and what we're doing and the kind of action we're taking. So because of this, because of this belief that it wasn't really ultimately safe to be spending money on myself, not like something really bad would happen, but I felt like it just wasn't quite right. I was worried that if I started, I might not stop. I was worried that if I did, I would fritter money away and blow it all on things and then feel terrible because I'd essentially taken that money away from my family. And so it was all mixed up in there with mama guilt too. And so this was something that I had to work on in order to fix. I had to fix my receiving mode, had to practice receiving. And then I worked on upgrading my life in relation to how I'm treating myself. So nowadays it looks quite different. Now I'm, you know, totally cool with spending money on myself, but that didn't come easily. And so I wanted to really share that one with you today because I think it's something that a lot of people will relate to because I know it's one that I work on with most of my clients is fixing your receiving mode and feeling safe to spend money on yourself. Now, you might have a different reason underpinning why it doesn't feel safe, but it might be true for you that that, that doesn't feel safe. So things that I've done to incrementally upgrade my lifestyle and how I'm taking care of myself to continually practice 
that receiving mode and giving to myself and getting what I need in order to get what I want. By the way, I did a whole episode on that. Go and listen to it if you haven't already. So I did things like I upgraded where I shop and buy my food from because to me, I really wanted to be filling my body with organic wherever possible uh, food that felt really nourishing so that I could have the energy that I need to show up in the way that I want to show up in my life. Um, I first of all started paying for the gym and not just any gym. I wanted to go to what I call like the nicer gym and the nicer end of town because that made me feel abundance and actually, hey, bonus, got to work on my money mindset just by going there. Um, and then I upgraded from there and now I have my personal trainer because I know that I need to look after my health because I want to show up long term for my family, long term for my business. Little things like having fresh flowers in my office or taking myself off on spa days or always investing in myself and my coach who I work with. And even employing a cleaner so that I am doing less around the home so that I actually have more free time. None of these things were easy at first. They might sound like smaller things, but they were all things that I was only able to do once I'd worked on this. Now, you might say, oh, well, I don't need to do that because I can live without a personal trainer and fresh flowers and spa days. (laughs) Can you? (laughs) Um, But the thing is, is, it's not really about these specific things that I was spending money on, but it's about being able to get what you want, being able to get what you need, being able to provide for yourself so that you can show up in the way that you want to show up in your life for your kids and in your business, for your clients and customers, right? And just for yourself in general. And so if I wasn't doing any of those things, if I wasn't taking care of myself, I definitely wouldn't have as easily got to this point in my business as I have, because I know that essential to my success and essential to my progress is making sure that I am well looked after. When I'm well looked after, I get to do my work in my business and then close my computer down and go and spend time with my daughter and be present with her because I'm looked after. Is this making sense? So it's something I really had to work on. So it's it's very much related to money, but it also has more of a like knock-on ripple impact in your life. Does that make sense? Okay, so those were five of the things that I had to clear to feel limitless. So the first one was like the biggest, which was my old lack mentality. The second was this weird thing that I had around a house. (laughs) The third was dealing with stress and how I combined that with health and the pursuit of wealth. The fourth was growing up, putting on my big girl knickers and getting serious about my finances. And the fifth was fixing my receive mode. So let's launch now into today's dash of wood. What is a dash of woo? Well, if you're new around here and you don't already know, it is a small and practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to take what you've learned today and give it that extra oomph. So for today's dash of woo, I don't actually want you to do anything other than just listen to this and let the words soak into your psyche. Because I need you to hear and know something that I already know to be true. You are limitless. You are. You might not feel limitless now, but you are. You are worthy. You are deserving. You are capable. You are enough. Exactly as you are, whatever you're doing right now, you are enough. You are limitless. And I want you to feel yourself opening up to that idea that that can be your truth if you choose it to be. 
Will you choose it? I hope you do. I hope you will let yourself start to believe in your own potential, in possibility, in your own limitlessness. I can see it in you. So borrow my belief if you need to. And for bonus points, say it with me out loud or in your head. I am limitless. Now, I wanted to give you that dash of woo because, like I said at the very start, the start of all of this journey for me was that tipping point when I realized that actually there was another way, that I had been limiting my reality. And I started to just get the beginnings of this idea that we could be limitless. And so that was such a pivotal point for me. I really wanted to share with you this feeling of limitlessness because I know how much it will serve you. Amazing. So those are just five of the things that I've had to clear to feel limitless plus one limitless themed dash of woo. I hope that you resonated with some of them. And most of all, my hope in sharing these with you is that whether or not you personally share any of these blocks or limiting beliefs yourself, you'll know that it absolutely is possible for you to move past what's holding you back and move past all of those five things and way more besides. And now that I've done this work of clearing out all of that kind of inherited residual crap, I've gone on to master the process of up-leveling and doing it fast, which is like the next step in all of this. So the process is largely the same money mindset wise in terms of how you move through money mindset blocks and limiting beliefs but you become faster and faster at noticing them, dismantling them, and then clearing it so that you can reprogram your mind for success and wealth by adopting a new and empowering and supportive belief. Does that make sense? Amazing. So for my first 20k cash month, I had to up-level my mindset. And each time you up-level your mindset and you're playing with a new vibrational frequency of money and earning and receiving, things pop up, of course, because we're human, right? So money mindset stuff pops up. And so my ability to shift through these fast so that I can hit those income levels and not stay stuck or self-sabotage has been a complete game changer for me and is a game changer for my clients too as I teach them. So this is of course the crux of what we are doing inside the Limitless Money course. I'm teaching you how to go and clear out all of that inherited, all of that residual money mindset that you've got, heal your relationship with money and then reprogram your mind with new supportive and empowering beliefs as that kind of amazing foundation. And then from there, you can learn that really fast process for up-leveling anytime you want to so that you can keep up-leveling your income and your lifestyle, most importantly. Amazing. I mean, that's just a sliver of what's being covered in there. But if you want to find out more, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless, because if you're ready to clear your limiting beliefs and money mindset blocks, and if you're ready to completely change the way that you think and feel around money so that it can come flooding into your life, and you would love to do this with zero requirement for you to have to make time for it, you're in luck because I have flung the doors open on this course. It is groundbreaking. Go and check it out. Limitless money, corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. And don't forget, if you are listening before midnight on the 11th of July, use the code 
money is limitless or one word at checkout and enjoy an early bird pricing discount of a hundred dollars off whoop whoop you are so welcome i'm so honored to be bringing you this course it's not just game-changing content but as you know the format of delivering it to you is entirely my own creation and i made it because i love you and i'm utterly committed in making something that totally serves you not something that adds to your to-do list i know that courses haven't been serving you they haven't been serving me and they have too much video content too many workbooks too much pressure on you to make time for it which can be really unrealistic for us right so if you're feeling called to change your money mindset and open the door to limitless money, then this is going to be the course that you actually do, that you actually implement, that actually transforms you, and you finish, and you complete. Amazing. And you get to keep the content for life, so you can go back and re-listen to it anytime you want. I also happen to think you're just going to adore it, because it's my soul's work, so why wouldn't I think that? Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. Oh, and I'm pretty sure I am the first person like in history to do an audio version of a sales page because I know that sometimes as a mama, it, we just can't read a whole sales page, even if we want to, right? So you don't need to. I'm going to talk you through it. Just go over there and hit that play button. Yay, you're welcome. <laughs> if you have enjoyed today's show, head over to the show notes to find out more. You can find them at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash feel limitless. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.